Okay, Daflam and Tess. We're continuing in the halachas here. Brichas Chen and the Gemara seems to be, as we'll see throughout the Daf, comparing uh, a number of the halachas of Brichas Chen with halachas of Kriya Satera in terms of our our responsibility to pay attention and respect and uh, to be quiet during these activities. So we had just mentioned the halacha. Two halachas we had mentioned yesterday, that first of all you have to be panim el panim, that you're supposed to be facing the koinim, the koinim is supposed to be facing the yam. And we also said <coughs> that there's an issa to be meachurei a koinim, you're not allowed to be behind the koinim, which Rashi explained to me, because that basically shows that you're not interested in the birchas koinim. If you're in the sada because you can't make it to the shul, you're oinis, no problem, then you're pater. And it's not, it's not considered a pagi in the cover of the bracha. But if you're in shul and you're standing behind them or some place where it's clear that you're not interested in the bracha, so that's considered like you're out of the bracha of Birchas Kainim. On a similar note, then, Legabi Kriya Satera, three lines down on Namates, Amarava Barafuna, Chimicha Niftach Sefer Torah. Once we, Pashup Shad sounds like when you open the Sefer Torah, also Lesapa, you're not allowed to talk. Afilu Bidvar Alocha, even for learning. Shanemar, the Pasik says, Nechemia, it says, I'll read the full passage, in, uh, yeah, Nechemia, Vayiftach uh, Ezra HaSefer uh, Le'eni Kolam, he opened up the Sefer Torah to leave, Ki me'al kolam hayu, u'kepischoi, and when he opened it, Amdu kol ha'am, everybody was oimid. Now what does it mean to be oimid? It says the Gemara, V'ein amida ela shtika. Amida does not mean standing, this does not mean that you have to stand during laning, rather this means that you have to be quiet. Shanema, we have a Pasuk in Eoiv. The Pasuk in Eoiv says that Elio said, Valchalti, I started, Ki loy idaberu, because the other people, the other friends of Eoiv had stopped talking. Ki amdu loy anuoi, they stood still, and they did not respond to anything more. So once they stopped talking, then he decided to talk instead. So you see, amdu is not a lashon of standing, but it means standing still, meaning not speaking. And if you're also in our context in the Pasuk of Nechemya, Vapischai amdu kol am, means they were quiet. And if you have to be quiet, you're not allowed to talk, even in, in uh, halacha or learning things during learning. Rashi, interesting, says, Rashi says, When you open the Sefer Torah, but when actually you start learning. So even though the Sefer Torah is open, it's mashed from Rashi, talking is done also until they actually start learning. And then once they start learning, then you have to be quiet. Uh, he says a different pasuk, also a pasuk in the context of Nehemiah. It says, It says over there also, he was carrying the Sefer Torah before them in the year, and they were all paying attention. And therefore, they were paying attention to the Sefer Torah. Therefore, that's another point that during leaning, the Tesis points out there are Gemaras and Brachas, which say different Tanoim would turn it away and they would learn their own thing. And you have to understand when, when is a mut to do one or the other. But generally speaking, we should be paying attention during lane. Back to There's an idea of washing your daim, of washing their hands before they go up to Duchen. First make your hands Kaidish, and only afterwards you Hashem. So it's not clear over here. Rashi says over here. Uh, Rashi's mashma is a special Natilash Yadayim that you're doing for the Duchen. Taisus quotes another Rashi, which Taisus then debates whether it's actually an accurate Rashi, whether Natilash Yadayim Shachris counts as well. And it's Mitzmachlik is a Paiskim, and then Natilash Yadayim Shachris counts as well. And this halach is just that you have to have washed at all, or you're supposed to do a special the tells you dying before Berchas Kainim, and therefore you see once in a while if a Kain is running late, they don't go do Berchas, they don't go do Tiyos Yudaim if they can't make it in time, and they're Aisum Saimich on the Tiyos Yudaim Shachos if they were Shemer Yadav from the time they woke up until the time they're coming to do that. Yes, Il?
<laughs> so, yeah, okay. But, but that means you have to be Shemer Yodov, the Tyra, from, from the morning. Okay. So you don't shake anybody's hand before the morning, nothing? Shaking hands, fine. Shaking hands? If it's dry. Okay, very good. So the Shemur, who Rashi says, also is a coin. He apparently lived to a, a nice old age. So they said, well, what schus did you have? So, obviously, he's not going to answer them with things which is like regular halachas in Mishnabruah, right? That's not a rachta yama. Rachta yama means he did something me'alum or something. Let's look at the three things he mentioned. I never made a shortcut through a shul. You know, you're not going to make a shortcut through a shul. There's halacha. So, why is there such a chash of things? And refresh himself here means... Sometimes it's mutter, right? Sometimes you come in, you learn a few psukim, you go out the other door, whatever. You can find a terim to get away with this if you want to. He was machmed never to do it, even v'makom heter. That's halacha number one. When they used to learn, so they would sit on the floor, and someone would come in late. They'd have to like walk over the people sometimes. It was some sort of pegi on the coven of the Talmidim and the Rabbanim. So he avoided that. If he had to go in late, he came around the other side or whatever it is to avoid having to walk over the people. Again, an Indian of coven, but it was lefnim mishur asadim. Then the third one is the interesting one. That's the Rashiga. When Sati Kapi, I never did brachas kainu belay bracha. I never did it without making a bracha first. It sounds like this is like a special thing. Lefnim mishur asadin alacha that he didn't make a bracha first. And the Gemara says right away, my mevarch, what is the bracha that he made? So Amrav Zera, Amrav Chista, Shekin Shalom, Kedushase Shalayin, Vitzivanu Leverekas Amo Yisrael Biahavo. So it sounds like from some of the farshim discuss that it could be that there's it's an interesting point to make a bracha on Berachas Kainim because you're making a bracha on a bracha. And generally speaking, we don't make a, you don't make a bracha before Kiddush that you're going to be making Kiddush. Right? Kiddush itself is the bracha. So to make a bracha on Berachas Kainim, it doesn't it sounds like it's possible that historically there was not an original takana to make a bracha on Berachas Kainim. It was something that they added later on for various reasons, not clear why. And therefore he said, I was mocked with to have this new bracha that we put in place on Birchas Kerem. And the bracha is, like we said, and they throw in here the part of the bracha is Bi'ahavo. And the Mepharshim say, because of the Pasuk we learned before of Emor Lehem, that we said it's Ka'adam Shemadabra Lechaverei, that it has to be Bi'ahavo, that it has to be like the Kerem is speaking to the Am, and it has to be Bi'ahavo. And Allah actually is, if there's a Kerem, and I've seen this happen, unfortunately, that if a Kerem doesn't get along with someone in the shul, he's not allowed to say Birchas Kerem whole debate if he hates one of the other kind of that counts too but if he has a, a fight with someone who's Yisrael in the shul and I had it once a kind of actually walked out and I said where are you going he said there's a guy here I can't I can't and he walked away what what <laughs> said that that's the that's the mitzvah so you have to do it the mitzvah is to do it dafka bi ahavob so now the Gemara, once we're talking about the bracha that the Kayana make, the Gemara says there's actually two other tefillahs that are associated here. Again, it's not clear what the Makar is for these tefillahs. The Gemara assumes it's Dover Pasha that you say these tefillahs. When the Kayana is on the way up to the Ducha. Now it seems to be about Chalikas here in Rashi and Taisus, whether this is a tefillah you say while you're walking, or this is a tefillah you say while you're already up on the Duchan. seems to be everybody agrees that the Kayana should be saying Maidim Durabana, which we'll talk about Maidim Durabana more tomorrow. So we have to figure out exactly when they say to see he in before it should be after Maidim Durabanan. So it really depends when they start walking. If they start walking kinda late, then they say Madhu Durabanan. Before they get up to the Duchan they still have time to say it. Fine. If not, then they, once they're up on the Duchan, it's mash where they say this tefillah, which is Yirtsama Fanecha, Hashem Alakenu Shate Brachazushitsavisanu Levarikasamka Isol, Laheba Mikshavi Ovin. Right, we don't say over here any Nikuda that it's only normally you go to a tzaddik to get a bracha, you go to Tamachachim to get a bracha. Here going to any kain. Love Dafka, the kain's Shemir Tayyar Mitzvah is the way he's supposed to all the time. So we want to say the kain saying a bracha over here, a tefillah, 
that anything he did may be wrong should not be machshel have any effect on the bracha. The bracha should be mushla. So that's the bracha. That's the tefillah you say before him. How we say this? Slightly different version. I saw in the end. So there's a slightly different version, but the same idea. After Birchas Kainim, so he says the he says this Yeratzon. Then you say the bracha of Ashek Dishanu. Then the Birchas Kainim, and then after when you're finished, and we'll talk about when you're finished in a second. But the Tefillah he says Mayamar. So Adber of Chisto Ravukva of Chisto explained to Ravukva. He says like this: V'darash Ribanu Shalom Asinu Masha Gazarta Leinu. We did our part, as we said yesterday. Kadosh Baruch Misave. For the Birchas Kainim, because he wants the Kashbarch who wants to give the Bracha, and he can't Kaviyachal until the Kain gives theirs. So the Kain says, We did our part. Now you do what you said. Rashi says on top, We did our part. Now you do the part. They read the entire Pasuk there from the, from the Brachas. And that is the Tefillah that the Kainim says after Birchas Kainim. Amr of Chista. Eina Koyim. Now we're getting into the details of the Koyim during Berachos Koyim. Eina Koyim. Moshem Lichayf Kishrei Itzbaisem. Normally, when the Koyim is saying the Berachos Koyim, his hands are flat. His fingers are stuck out straight. So they're not allowed to fold their hands back. Normally, when your hands are not actively being straight, your hands normally come back to like a folded position. So they're not allowed to fold their fingers back. They're facing the tzibor. Their hands have to be stuck out in one way or the other. However, the kreinim hold their hands. They cannot fold their hands back and finish the brach until they turn back back towards the Arna Kodesh, and that is the end of the Berchas Kodesh. So that's the first halacha. Another halacha, Amr of Zerim of Chista, Ein ha-koyri reshoi likros koyanim ad she'ich le'omein mipiyat tzibur. So we, say, we know that if they have two koyanim, you say koyanim, the, the Shech Tzibur does, or the Gabai does. He's not allowed to call that until everybody finishes omein at the end of the bracha of Haidah. So whether it means everybody or most people, depends. Sometimes people like you know extend it amein longer than, than necessary. So at this stage, actually, the halacha is roiv. At this, as long as roiv is done, it's fine. The next halacha we'll see. Maybe need everybody. That's halacha number one. Halacha number two. He said. He said four halachas of chista here. He can't start pashup shat the the bracha of Asher kedishanu until the kare finishes. The Kayanim, that's how Rashi learns it. Different Mepharshim learned these, these halachas slightly differently. I'm reading the way Rashi learns it. So when he says Kayanim, the Kayanim cannot start the Asher Kedeshanu Bracha. It gets a little tricky here, and that's why, because the, you have the word Bracha over here, and it could be referring to one of two things. It could be referring to the Asher Kedeshanu, or it could be referring to the actual Berchas Kayanim. So it's a little bit tricky, but the way we have it, the way Rashi says it over here, it's referring to the Asher Kedeshanu. They don't start the Asher Kedeshanu until the Makri finishes saying the word Kayanim. Next halacha. They have to make sure they don't answer amen until the bracha is completed. Now that that would be generally halacha. Anytime you hear anybody say asher kedushanu, you wait until the bracha is over. It seems to me this one for sure is also applicable during the actual berachas kainim when we say amen at the end of each pasuk. You have to wait until it's over, until it's fully completed uh, before you say amen. And then they have to wait until they start the next bracha. Here it seems clear in the middle of Berchaz Kainim that each word, again, it's not very clear over here that we're talking about where there's a makri. It doesn't say necessarily that the makri has to wait until, it's the, the actual kain when they're actually saying the bracha has to wait until. Let's read Rashi over here because it's interesting. 
Um, actually, it's one more, one more Gemara. One more Gemara, and then we'll see the Rashi. V'yamar Abzera, Amar Avchista, E'en HaKarim HaShem, L'Hach Serpenem and Atzibor. They're not allowed to be turned back. Atshiyasko Sheikh Tzibur Sim Shalom. So they finish, remember we're talking over here, between Haidah and Sim Shalom. So the Quran is saying their brachas, they finish their brachas, even though they're done, and they, maybe they already said the Ashkif and Kachka, they're not supposed to turn back until the Shtech Tzibur starts Sim Shalom. And that's why, as we explained, the Gemara Megillah says they're Mesak and Sim Shalom connected right after Bechaz Kedem. It's connection between Shalom and Sim Shalom. The Ein Roshem La'akara Gleim, and they don't leave. The Duchan Bechlal, Valelech, Ad Shig Moshech Tibur Sim Shalom, until the end of Shmonesser, until the end of Sim Shalom, that's when the first Aladdin had come down. So Rashi says over here, La Akaragleim, right across, uh, three lines down the small lines, Minat Duchan, Eloimdim Kfufin Lefneateva, they stand there again, they've turned back now towards the Aaron Kaidish, but they stand up there. Yeshilma Mikan, and Rashi only does this very few times in Shas, Rashi tells you a halacha. So Rashi says, Yeshilma Mikan said this in the CS Kapayim Kahu, this is the way the CS Kapayim works. So during the Avoid, during Ritzay, we said at some point, as much as possible, the Quran should start walking up. And then on his spell, he says the Yeratzim beforehand. And he stretches it out. He should stretch it out so that he finishes the Yeratzim at the same time that the Tzibor finishes the Brach of Haidah, which is going to be Mashmah that he's saying it himself after the Maidim Drabana, we say. Then the Sheikh Tibur Kore Koyanim Shnaim, then the Sheikh Tibur again, which could be either the the Shatz or a Gabai says the word Koyanim. Vim Yachiru Ena Kare, if there's only one we say we don't do it. Vumaxer Pana Meelov, and then he turns back at Amra Bail, if it's just one person, he does it on his own. Lechad and Kare Koyanim. Ukushakala Dimir Pia Kare, and when he finishes saying Koyanim, whether there is or not, then Mavarachashek the Shanu, Vachach Miskamaskwa Bracha. You say the Brach right away. The Rashi does not say anything here about a makri. Rashi doesn't say a word about him. And this is a halacha Rashi, Rashi sings. It's Mashra, Bazman Rashi at least. Already, they, they, or already, or I'm not sure how you look at it. There was no concept of the makri. The makri was something that seemed to be added later on, or maybe different places had different minhagim about it. If you, pay, if you look actually in halacha, by the Sephardim, by the way, the Ramam says it's a little bit different than the way we do it. The Ramam says that the, the <coughs> Kain says the bracha, and then immediately he says yivarechacha. And the makri only starts from the second word. Because the whole point of the Makri is that the kind shouldn't get confused or lose track. So Yivrecha, because the first word he's fine with is only the second word he does. So they actually say Yivrecha without a Makri, and the Makri starts later. We obviously have a Makri, but I'm just, just interesting to point out, the Gemara doesn't say a word about it the way we learned it, and Rashi doesn't say a word about it here in his halacha. Rashi throws in her imraitzim when they when it says they fold their fingers back they don't have to right? you can keep your fingers straight if you want. So they stretch it out so that they finish that with the shliach tzibur so they're not just standing there stam it sounds like then and then they they turn around and they can come down off the duchon so that is the complete set of all the halachas of Berchus Kainim. So the Amen goes on both together. Very good. Okay, so that when, they, when everyone says Amen on the Sim Shalom, even though they didn't hear what the Kainim said, but it actually covers both of them. Do you say Amen to the, to the Sim Shalom yourself? That's a debate, right? So that, I saw a discussion about that. Okay, very good. What about the They can leave before the Kaddish, doesn't say. That's the Sun say. They can leave before the Kaddish. Okay, so it says the Gemara, now that we've, we've gone through all the halachas of Birchas Kainim, and as we said in Amar Aleph, we compare some of these to the halachas of 
of laning. So the Gemara does that as well as here as well. Right? When someone is making the brachas of brachas by laning, so you don't say amen until everyone finishes, until you, until the bracha is done. Then what? It, the truth is, it's any bracha. We'll see over here why. We'll see over here why in a second in Rashi. It's all series of halachas. And Rashi says, all the, at least over here, Rashi says, Rashi doesn't say this before by the Bechus Kainim. But here by the laning, Rashi says that the is ain't trey, trey kole mishtamoy. You don't want to have two different noises, non complementary noises going on at the same time. You're not going to be able to hear the laning properly. So you're not going to be able to hear the Amin. Pro- generally speaking, you're right. Uh, for sure, you're supposed to wait to say Amin to the end of the Brach, 100%. Over here, we're extra mocked because we don't want to have any confusion between the laning starting and people saying Amin and the other one saying the Brach. It, it can get tricky. And therefore, So in those days, they had a Metargum after every Pasik. And therefore, he also would not start till every till the Kairi, whoever was reading from the Torah, whether it was, it was the person who got the Aliyah like we do, or the Sfarim, they landed themselves. Either way, he don't start the Tirgum until every till Pasuk is totally completed. You don't continue the next Pasuk. So even though people who are here, remember, in a place where you have Targum, people don't really know Lashon Kodesh. They don't really know what the person's saying. It's just words. Maybe you just say it in the background. No. You have to make sure that each one is said separately, and therefore you have the mitzvah of each one separately, because and therefore you don't want to have any confusion. Another halacha related to laning. So again, this halacha really belongs to Masechtas Megillah, which is that we know that the minute is to lane from Haftarah at the end of laning on Shabbos and Yomtif and Tainas Sibor. So theoretically, we could give a separate person that Aliyah, and they get the Aliyah called Navi. The problem is that's a Pegiyah and Kavanatera. If that person's only learning from Navi and not learning from the Torah at all, so it sounds like the Navi, at least for that person, is more important than the Sefer Torah. And therefore we make sure that the person who learns off Torah is someone who also already got Aliyah. And the, the, it seems to be a halacha, we had the Gemara Megillah, it seems to be, it used to be the person who we got today called Shvi would lend after. Nowadays we go back and give him a few extra psukim, we call that maftir, we chazer over, but the halacha of laning maftir, those few extra psukim, is a, is a kiyam of this halacha, so that when you're giving the person the haftarah, he has to make sure he read and uh, did a little bit of terah as well. So you cannot start the haftarah until the sefer is rolled up. Now this is an interesting halacha. Rashi says the reason is because the person who got Hagvan Glila won't be able to pay attention to the Haftar. It's not a question of covenant terror that's not covered over. It's a question of that person needs to be paying attention. And Rashi says, And they have to be Yitzir listening to the as well. Just because you got Glila doesn't mean you're putter from Haftar. And therefore you have to make sure that the Gabe has to make sure that you don't start the brachas and start laying after until the mahagvan uh, glila is done. We have another point on that halacha. We have tancham and shuma levi. Ein shech tibur rosheil hafshit is a teva betzibur. What is this halacha? So Rashi explains that in those days they didn't have fancy uh, safes that we have in the base Medrash to lock up the sefer Torah. The sefer Torah was not kept in the shul. It was dangerous to leave it in the shul all day. No one's there. 
Yeah, you know, exactly. When you have a shul and a gun, you have a shul outside, whatever it is. So you don't leave the sefer Torah there. So the sefer Torah is kept at home. So when they brought the sefer Torah to shul, they would put the sefer Torah into a table, some sort of iron, some box, and then they would cover that box up with what we would call today like a parechus. But if you ever been like by the temanim or the svarim, they're covered over with a million types of different bad and different fabrics, and then that's covered for the thing. Now the problem is, is at the end of davening when you go leave. Right, so it's a whole process to undress that whole thing and take down all those preiches that you have over the iron kaidish. So, which one of those do you have to take off? So, Alokha says here is, You don't do that because it would just take too long. Rather, they take the sefer out wherever they're going. Also, this sort of depends on the, you know when you're doing the sefer putting it back. If you're putting it back at the end of davening, like Nusach Svar does, if you do it back in the middle of davening, like Ashkenaz does, whatever it is. But you don't take off all those covers. You take the Sefer Torah out, and then later on, Rashi says, you go back and you take off all the covers and you fold them up and put them away, but you don't do that in the middle of davening. It's a Torah HaTzibur. Another point on the taking out the Sefer Torah. Now, our Gears then has the words, Rashi doesn't seem to have those two words in the gear. So, rather, the issue is that you're not allowed to leave. If you're, first of all, definitely, the Gemara Brachas already says, you're not allowed to leave in the middle of laning. When the Sefer Torah is open, and the laning, just like we said on Manal, if you'd be paying attention, you're definitely not allowed to leave, right? That's major pigi and Kavanah Torah to leave in the middle of laning. But even when laning's over, until they start moving to put the Sefer Torah away, you're not allowed to leave as well. However, once they pick it up to start going out, even though the Sefer is still in the room, it's much where you could leave. Says the Gemara, Shmuel Amar Ad Shmuel says, no, you're not allowed to leave until the Sefer leaves first. What's going on? Is the Machlaikis? No. Velay Pligit is no Machlaikis over here. Had Iska Piskachrina, the Leka Piskachrina. Depends how many doors there are in the shul and which way the Sefer is going. If there's one door in the shul and the Sefer is going out that door, so in Kavanah you have to wait to let the Sefer go first. You can't go in front of the Sefer Whereas if there's multiple doors and the Sefer is going out the front door to go back to where they're going to put it away, and you want to sneak out the back door, so once the Sefer is already wrapped up and is on its way out, you're allowed to leave because you're not going in front of the Sefer you're going out a separate door. And that's already fine. I'm a rabbi Barahina Azbulukha, that's Azbuli, that's Barahina Azbuli. When you explain to me, that's shot in the Pulsic. It says, Achre Hashem Alekechem Telechu. You should go after the Barisham. So if you're going in a place where Sefeter is going, you have to make sure you let the Sefeter go first, and then you follow behind. If there's two doors, then you can obviously go out the other way. Back to Birchas Kainim. So when the Kainim are up there saying the Brachas, and we said that at the end of each Keta, you say Amen, at least in the outside the base of English, in the base of English, everyone just seemingly at this stage of the Gemara is standing still listening. So the Gemara assumes, and tomorrow we'll see that this is not so Pashid, that you cannot just sit there and listen. There has to be some interaction, some response on behalf of the Am that's listening to the Brachas. Rashi says, Shiyiru Mazbire Ponim. To show that we appreciate and we want and we expect and we uh, and we're giving cover to the brachas to the rabbanim and to the kainim for giving us these brachas. It's mashra. You're supposed to respond not at the end as an amen, but during the brachas kainim itself. So what would you respond with? You respond with by saying psukim. Which psukim? So it was like this. So we're going to quote the psukim here from Kapitel Kuf. 
Kuf Gimel. It says, Baruchu Hashem Malochav Giborei Koyach. That's the first Pasuk. And the second Pasuk is, Baruchu Hashem Kol Tzvav Meshosei Oyser Etzorinei. Baruchu Hashem Kol Maisov Bechom Chomish Meshaltei. Baruchi Nafshes Hashem. So those are the three psukim we have from Kapitol Kuf Gimel. And we'll see in the Gemara tomorrow, it's Mashva that you say, at least according to one Shita, you say each one Pasuk on each, on each bracha. Like you say the Amen, and then you say this Pasuk. That's what you would say in the context of a day-to-day Birchas Koinim. But Musa the Shabbat, on Musa of Shabbos, when you're also doing a second time Birchas Koinim, so you have different brachas. You want the brachas to be me'ain, the me'ain, me'ain the, what's going on over here. So, Amar Vasi, Shira Malis, here we're going to already say from Kapitol Kufla Medal, Shira Malis, in a Borchos Hashem, Kolavde Hashem, Suyidechim Kodesh, Borchos Hashem, those are two psukim from, from Kapitol Kufla Medal, and then another Pasuk from Kufla Medal, Borch Hashem, Itzia, and Sheikhin Yushalayim, Hallelujah. Says more of a lame, lame. Why do you have to say a? They take out the word nami. Why do you have to say an extra pasuk, the third one from Kapitol Kuflam and Hey in Kuflam and Dalit itself? There's a third bracha oriented uh, pasuk. It says Yivrecha Hashem Mitziyah Dixim Bahu and Yana. That's already in Kuflam and Dalit. Why do you have to go to Kuflam and Hey? So I'm a Yehuda. Brady of Shimon Pazi Mitayich Shehischa Vabrachais of Shakaros Bochu. Since the first first two psukim that we're relating from Kuflam and Dalit are related, there's two kinds of brachas we talk about by Shakaros Bochu. There's giving a and then there's receiving from a Kaddish Baruch Hu bracha. Some of these psukim are one and some of these psukim are the other. The psukim at the beginning of Kufla Medal it is Baruch Hu is Hashem. Right? We're giving brachas to Hashem. The third pasuk in Kufla Medal it is Yivrecha Hashem Mitzia and Rakash Baruch Hu is giving bracha. So instead of saying that bracha, the pasuk, we actually say the pasuk in Kufla Medal is Baruch Hashem Mitzia Sheikhim Yishlaim, which Hashem is the source of the bracha. Hashem is bracha. What about when we lane by Mincha and Atainis? Now it depends when we do Duchening or don't, right? So uh, when we lane Dava Mincha Gedoyla, so then already we have the general Takona not to do Brichas Kainim and Mincha, because we're always afraid in the middle of the day Kainim had drank something, some wine or something when they had lunch. So, so on Atainis it's a light plug, except. When you're laning, when you're davening close to Shkia, then we already say it's not an issue. And then if you're davening close to, but not after Shkia, then the kainim do do brichas kainim by mincha. So what psukim would you say then? My Amri, Amrav Achabar Yaakov, these are going to be psukim from Yirmiya, not psukim from Tel already. Im avonenu anubah, Hashem ha-selem an-shemecha, mikveh yisom ha-shia be-sara, lamatiyah kegari, mikseh lamatiyah kegari aretz, lamatiyah ki-ish nidam ki-gibar, lo yechol ha-shia. Different psukim related to, obviously, the concept of a tiny sibor, where we need the special tefillahs and special uh, special ha-shia from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Benilad yom ha-dikipuramai, what about anila yom kippur? We have another birchas kainim, so you want to again say psukim in the proper context, my amar, so amar zut shivyamah we say different psukim from the psukim in Tehillim. Kuf chav ches. Hine ki chen yevarech gever yirei Hashem. Hashem. Read inside. Yirei Hashem. Yivarech Hashem. Itziyon. Urei betuv yishlaim koy mechayacho. Urei vanu shalom al Yisrael. So that are the psukim that you would say in each one of these contexts. Now, if you happen to look in an old machzor, of the old machzor we have, on, next to the Birch especially on, on Yontif, when the Chutzars, they would say Birch there are psukim printed there. Those are not these psukim. Okay, those are different psukim. All of these psukim, as we'll see in the Gemara tomorrow, the meaning is not to say them at all.
Okay, we'll see in the Gemara tomorrow. But if you look in the Machshavos, there seems to be other psukim that somehow got associated with Birchas Kainim. And then let's just do one more piece. Heichan Amr, where would have been the minik to say these psukim? So if Yosef Amr Ben Kol Bracho Bracho, you say, but, but at the end of sounds like every. Every pasuk, if sheshem or baskar sheshem, no, you dafka say it when they said the shem Hashem in each in each pasuk. Pligi bar of Mari Rav Zvid chadamar psuka lekabel psuka. Then when it says you say it on each bracha, it meant you say one word, one pasuk, one right. So you had three psukim over here. So it's not one word, but one pasuk, and then we say yevarechacha. Then they say another, the next pasuk, a bechas kainim, and we say yevarechacha. Chadamar kol psuka amalulukulu. No, that actually means all three of these psukim that we quoted. You say at the end of each one of the psukim of bechas kainim. So it seems to be a different way to do it. But we'll see tomorrow that the of the minig is not to say the psukim. We'll pick it up here in tomorrow.